Hello everybody and welcome to No Time to Grind, it's the podcast for the busy gamer. As always, I am a not very bloodthirsty vakeen known as Michael, and I'm joined as... <laughs> I'm joined by a money-hungry get, Matthew. Give me the money, interloper. And the still <laughs> default... What are they called? Just Traveller. Traveller. Adrian. Please refill your thing. That's that's the uh, the amazing life robot support voice. at fifty percent exactly. Thermal activation has been activated. If you can't tell yet, for the past fortnight <laughs> we've been playing No Man's Sky, specifically the next update, the big update that launched this month, end of July, I guess it came out. If you're listening in the future. Before we get into that, though, let's jump into the news. And the biggest news that everyone knows is confirmed real and true and will affect every Nintendo game going forward, Luigi is dead in canon. Or is he? <laughs> Stop. It's a... Why is this the next meme? Can't we just still do the Waluigi thing? <laughs> you just get triggered by any Mario-based character being a meme, it seems. I just, I don't mind, it, oh, it was a funny joke, oh, Mario's dead, and Mega Man died from Ridley, then Luigi died from the Grim Reaper, and then DDD died from, did we, did we say the name yet? We'll, we'll keep that, in case people don't know. Someone somehow is listening to our podcast first. Anyway. Um, <laughs> they're not dead. He's not dead. He'll okay, back. so just clear it up for me, because I didn't watch the direct, and I just heard afterwards, and <laughs> some people were saying that he's not going to be in the game, and I was like, that's oh, that's weird, and then I saw that he died, I was like, oh, are they making him like a, one of the Echo Fighters of Mario or something? Or is it was it just a cinematic fun thing? It has like, no impact on the game. It was just a cinematic fun thing. He's in the I game. It was fun. What if he's unlockable? What if they go, because oh, he's be kind of cool. similar. I thought they did he's... announce that the original... Smash 64 guys are the only ones who will... Yeah, I think you start with that, and then you, you expand into the so other characters. So then, no Luigi? He wasn't in 64, was he? So yeah, no Luigi for the start. Is, Which is, I'm okay with. Is yeah, that the cool. law that you need, to, you need to rescue him? But that doesn't make sense, because Mario dies. Yeah, in the Ridley one. I, did, I forgot about that, but yeah, that's true. I would be... Completely fine with Smash Bros. starting with a with a small roster, knowing that there's a huge roster you'll unlock to give it, like, if you need any more, but like a little bit more to play for by yourself. Yeah, a more reason to play by yourself and get through some sort of. It's going to have to be some sort of quest thing. I don't know if they'll have a subspace and misery equivalent or a Smash Run equivalent. <clears throat> That's what but... people reckon because there is that blurred panel in the main menu when they were showing off the menu and then they, they oh, blurred okay. they blurred a part of it and people were like, what is that? That's Subspace Emissary 2, you sillies. You can't yeah. blur that and it's not Subspace Emissary 2. That'd be sick. I'd be down for that. Hell yeah. I think that's like one of my favourite parts of Brawl. But I feel like what they should do is if you connect eight remotes, it goes, oh, some... There's been a rift in the space-time continuum, and you can now play as all characters just yeah. temporarily while that's you the have the eight controls. Yeah, because otherwise it'll you can't do a tournament, and it'll be boring. How am I supposed to beat you with every character if I can't have every character? Exactly. Um, other hot news from the Smash Bros. Direct: We've got uh, 
Alucard, and the Rathalos as assist, tr- assist trophies. But furthermore, there's obviously going to be a Castlevania stage because we also have Simon Belmont as a fighter. But there's a, there's a Monster Hunter stage, I believe, from 4U. Yeah, the Ancient Step. Mm. Anyone want to? Anyone reckon there'll be a, a Monster Hunter character to follow? Uh, I hope so. I hope but so too. I don't think that there will be. But because what would you? It could be like a Pokemon trainer, like yeah. You could pick like, like the popular weapons and be like, oh, you can be either like sword, hammer, or um. Bow. I don't know. Well, they they do have like um, like a default hunter kind of character that they do for like statues, and I think there's a uh, pop vinyl and stuff like that. The so monster. Sh- hunter. So maybe they'll just be like, it's just the default, I don't know, great sword character. You know what? Because all of the things that I've seen for Monster Hunter, all the default guy uh, on the cover. It's always a guy wearing Rathalos armor fighting Rathalos. So maybe they've announced the Rathalos first. So they, so people who don't know the series are like, this is a, this is a monster, and then this is a monster hunter wearing the monster armor, so that they can see it and go, oh, it looks the same. Even wow, that's amazing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I have a theory for one that's been circulating Reddit for pretty much since the Smash Direct, and that's, we haven't seen Young Link's final Smash. Why? Because it's a spoiler for Skull Kid, because Skull Kid is going to be Young Link's Echo Fighter. Is ah, what every, is that what that's, that's what the rumor mill is pumping out. Do you reckon that- his final Smash will be something like, with an ocarina, or it could be, or if it's going to relate to Skull Kid, it'd be something different. But like, what? Okay, let's go talk about Echo Fighters for a moment. What are your thoughts on the whole Echo Fighter thing? Every character should have an Echo Fighter, please. I love it. It's like a, it's like a cool costume. It's like a cool costume, but it does something different. Well, the thing is, they have all the same moves, right? They're just reskins. Yeah, but then they also change the stats of the character. Oh, that's, really? That's yeah. That's the difference between like okay. an Echo Fighter and a costume is that it's same moves, different stats, except for Crom, who is Roy, except has Ike's something has Ether. Oh man, I'm so keen for some Ike. I miss right. Smash Bros. I'm down. I I want this now. I need it. I don't want to play on my filthy Wii U or 3DS. <laughs> I need it on my clean Switch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, other characters revealed so far. Simon Belmont, as I mentioned earlier. And I don't know if this was, this was mentioned already, but King K. Rule, like I, f- like, I felt like I already heard of that, but I guess not because they announced him. Is he an Echo Fighter 2? King K. Rule? Yeah. No, no, no. He's, he's OG. He'll be a full character, surely. I thought they might make him a, a echo of like Donkey Kong or DDD or something. Bowser. Mm. No, he's he's definitely got his own moves. I was watching that trailer like, what the hell? He's thrown his crown. He's got to reflect with his gold belly. But I've never played the game he's from. You never played any Donkey Kong game. I've I played one 
that was like I think on the SNES that then got ported to Game Boy and I played it on the Game Boy, which is not the same experience, I don't think. Um but it was still I know it's fun now. <laughs> but I've never I've never seen King K rule in a in, game. In a game. I've never seen it. Okay, well, the first game you'll see him in is Smash Bros. Not if we review or not if we play it <laughs> podcast first. No. Um and then Richter Belmont. Who's Richter Belmont? I don't know. I think he's just one of the ones from a, the other game. He's... Like a different game. Related from... to Simon, right? Or is that just lazy writing? No, yeah, they're all related. Yeah. It's the Belmont family. Uh, is Richter Symphony of the Night along with Alucard? I'm not sure. I'm not a big. Uh, I'm not into Castlevanias, unfortunately. I was. I would like to play one at some point. I. Yeah. I did begin trying to play Symphony of the Night after we did Super Metroid because Metroidvania is like oh, uh, but it was too. I I went from the Metroid to the Vania too quickly. No middle ground. It was too hard. Too different. <laughs> too different. Yeah, it was in. Rondo of Blood, or the Dracula X Chronicles was his first appearance. Okay, which is a PC game, I think. Yeah, PC <laughs> was his first appearance, and then Symphony of the Night. Well, there's plenty of fun stuff coming in Smash. I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited to play with me, <laughs> and that's just going to happen. You have no way to accept that. Maybe lag over the internet will give me a chance. <laughs> Mm, maybe. Uh, moving on, we have some news <laughs> from Bethesda. Yeah, so Bethesda's being a jerk to Sony and consumers without directly doing anything about it. Um, How's that? So, the first one for Sony is Bethesda may not release the Elder Scrolls Legends on systems that don't allow crossplay, which at the moment is only one person, and that's Sony. Interesting. Um, Do you think they're trying to promote um, crossplay? Yeah, yeah, I definitely the, think so. They're trying to force Sony to crossplay, basically. Uh, well, according to like all the comments and articles I've read, is that ever since like PS3 and Fallout 3, that Bethesda and Sony have not like actually been buddy buddies. That they've oh, okay. been, um, you know. And going like, I don't want to. I don't want to use this RAM. Oh well, you gotta use the RAM. Was was the starting argument. Uh, but then, but there's to be an object to consumers that I don't think people are like gonna realize how much of a deal this is. Is that Bethesda is blocking the resale of used games? Oh really? From like companies like Kingwin and G two A and stuff like that. Uh, it sounds like it's more like. Um, like when you take your game back to EB Games and oh. trade it in, and they go, no, 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 this is Doom Eternal. We can't, we can't do that. Um, Can they even? Is that even possible? So, what they did is they sent out a notice to Amazon's marketplace where someone was trying to sell The Evil Within two, mm. and then they had to remove it. Um, the thing is, is that was just a. They were selling a game that they'd never even um, 
played or opened. Played or opened. Apparently, it was even sealed. Uh, and yeah, he got a big like cease and desist. Um, That's so weird. <laughs> is this from a? Th- is this a part of like the games are a service thing that companies are trying to take on now? And it's like, well, you're denying someone our service. You're like subverting our service. Yeah, it's very. There's a lot of e- economic kind of talk in the article, and I don't understand it. So I am not going to talk about it any longer. But yeah, they're kind of being a bit of a jerk in good ways and bad ways. There you go. Interesting. I- I'm curious to see the result of that. All that. Lastly, I wanted to bring up something I was thinking this week, and it kind of comes back to No Man's Sky, which we'll talk about shortly. But um, I've been playing God of War, right? And it's been getting—it's obviously gotten a lot of like nines and tens out of tens from plenty of places. Masterpiece, perfect game. Um, and I was playing it, and I was like, at first, two out of ten. No, no, it was good. It was like, <laughs> oh yeah, this is this is good. I'm having fun. And and in my heart, I was sitting at like a seven, and I I don't know why. I just how I, how I felt. But I was playing it with my girlfriend, and she was like, "She's like, there's not, there's nothing really wrong with this game. Like, there's no, at so far, there's nothing to fault." And I thought, you know what? I agree. Like, everything so far has been fun and good. I haven't been like, "Oh, that's annoying." So I was like, "This is like, I guess, I guess this is a ten out of ten game." And it made me think. God of War is the game that made me realize I'm I'm too cynical and harsh possibly <laughs> on games these days. Um, because it was yeah, it was like. I was like, yeah, it's okay, but it's not great. So, But then, like, going from the top down rather than going up in terms of rating it, I was like, well, if it's, if you start at 10 and take points off for bad things, there's, like, nothing to take points off. And it really is kind of a 10 out of 10 game. I've played it to the end now, and I've uh, changed my... I've uh, what do you call it? tweaked my numbers, I suppose, if I had to give it a rating. But um, it's still much better than I thought thought originally. Like, it wasn't doing anything flashy or amazing to start with. So, I was like, oh, I guess it's just like seven or like a six or something. And then going instead, when I thought about it, instead of like start as a 10 out of 10 game and take points off for bad things, I was like, there's not much wrong. Uh, I just wanted to bring that up because that might have some impact on my thoughts for No Man's Sky. Well, it definitely brings into light, as many people have raised over the years, the fact that with our rating systems for games, if you go out a 10 out of 10 scale, no one wants to play anything below a 7. Meaning yeah. most games we play, we are getting a top quality game three points off a masterpiece because we go, oh, 6, I don't really want to play that. But really, a 5 should be fun and passable. Yeah, it should be like worth playing at some point, maybe pick up in a sale kind of thing. Yeah. But we don't want to touch anything that's that like less is. than a the six or less. When in reality, it should be three or less. Yeah, yeah. We're operating on a five to ten scale. It's a sneaky way of just making us feel better. <laughs> so maybe we all are being a little bit too harsh. Yeah, I'll definitely be adapting probably how I think about games and in uh, relation to that No Man's Sky for this because. Previous to that, I had some uh, more down thoughts, but now there's slightly better. 
But we can move on to that in just a moment. De- Let's- <laughs> not enough time. Con, not enough time to play No Man's Sky because God of War is so great. Ugh, that's their fault. How dare you? That's not really what I was going to say, but we can talk about that shortly. First, let's get into some housekeeping. So, did you guys know we're available on iTunes? Wow. Yeah, we've been there for ages, but we're also available on Spotify, Google Play, and then my cool boy, my new friend, because a lot of people have been listening, CastBox. I don't know who they are. What is CastBox? I don't exactly know. They have an app. I went on their website and it said, can you please download the app? And then I stopped looking at it. But if you're using this from CastBox, that's cool. Did you Thanks know for you, listening. you can review, subscribe, and share on CastBox to all your friends? Did you know you can do that with all the other ones? Except I don't think you can review on Spotify, but you can definitely share it. It's really easy to as well. It even says, do you want to share it on like Instagram? Instagram's really popular. You can share us on Instagram. We won't mind. In fact, we condone it. And then you'll be able to see, once you subscribe, you'll be able to see when this episode goes up. No, that's too late. It's too late for that. The next episode, if you're a fan of the next game. Which is, I'm a fan of the next game. I've been a secret dirty fan of Aliens (laughs) Colonial Marines this this whole time. But now, it's good, thanks to Templar GFX's Aliens Colonial Marines Overhaul mod, which we will be playing for the next fortnight. Yep. And so we're, we're playing Aliens Colonial Marines specifically with that mod that uh, we talked about a few episodes ago that should fi- f- apparently fix a lot of actual AI with the aliens problems. So it's going to be very interesting. It's going to be kind of like this episode where we go, how was it before the fix? How was it after the fix? Yeah, that's true. A bit like an, an unofficial next for Aliens Colonial Marines. Perfect. Unnext official. If yeah. <clears throat> I'll see myself out. Sorry. Well, before you do that, let's talk about the game we've been playing for the past fortnight. It is finally No Man's Sky. Next, is that what it's? I tried to figure this out last week. Is that what it's officially called? It's not. It's still just No Man's Sky, but the update is called Next. Because when people have played on Steam, it said No Man's Sky Next. Have I was they? like, yeah. I said we see everyone's playing right now. <laughs> no. People are playing Monster Hunter World because that came out on PC. <laughs> it apparently um, uh, brought the ratings up for No Man's Sky on Steam like massively from like mostly negative to mixed. Um, that actually reminds me because Monster Hunter World became like number six um, on the Steam chart ratings. But do you know what it bumped down to seven is No Man's Sky because people have been playing the crap out of that. Yeah. Those numbers could be slightly off if anyone's checking. <laughs> but it was definitely in the top ten. And I saw a picture of Monster Hunter World just above No Man's Sky. So we're doing good, guys. What are our thoughts? Well, where do we start? Should we start with the reference back to the old version or should we start with our... Our thoughts, maybe we should start with just our thoughts on this game because that's what me and Michael have more experience in and then you can enlighten us with uh, throwbacks to the other one as we go through. For sure. Let's let's go for it. You let's know, have... actually, let's start with how the game starts because I want to say I really liked how the game starts. Um, it's really? Yeah, like I like the way 
so the game obviously has to teach you how it operates. And the way it does is by going, you're on a harsh world with almost no life support and no thermal support. Here's what you need to do to fill that up, which is really good from like a, a design perspective to be like, you, you need to learn these things, but we don't want to give you just a, a tutorial. Yeah. It's like you're into the game straight away and you're also learning how to play it. So I like that it was like, here's what you need to do next. You need to go find this <laughs> to next. fill this. You need to go find oxygen. You need to go find uh, carbon. Yeah, sure. Just, Just find carbon. all the elements. Yeah, and then it's like, now you've got to fix your ship. Here's how you craft. Here's how you fill your ship with um, the parts you need and the, and the fuel you need. And then you get to go flying. And it's all pretty quick. Like It's not like you're stuck on the planet for ages. Um, and that follows on to the whole... Let's go with the whole guide like the, the quest line, I guess, the awakening quest line. Yep, yep. Because there are some quest lines in this. Um, so I'll, I might as well follow that through. Um, so from that, you kind of keep going. You start, you, sorry, you, you f- chase down this signal that you found. You go to a few different planets in your system and then you, and that's all fun, that's good. You get to expand a few different planets, see a few different new things that are kind of interesting and cool. Then you go to a space station and then you learn how to make antimatter and warp cells and then you warp to a new star system and that's also cool. I'm like, sick, now I can start making my way to the center because I vaguely know that's the kind of goal of the game. And I followed the quest line and it was like, now you can make your own warp cells and here's like a few more things. And then it brick walled for me hard when it was like, your next quest is talk to 30 aliens. And I was like, oh, I don't really want to do that. That's not interesting. And that's when I kind of just started doing my own thing. Really? Yeah. I found that quest so easy. Just go to one galaxy, talk to all the aliens. Next galaxy, talk to all the aliens. And then three three galaxies. That's where the game becomes less interesting and more grindy. Like, there's no... Everything else was like, here's how you make this. Here's how you make this. Here's how you can make this to, like... Here's how you can make warp cells and here's how you to go to the next galaxy here's how you can make um you know refiners and stuff and then it took a hard right turn and was like and now just talk to aliens let's yep. just tick a box to get but to when the you next talk quest. to aliens you're doing quests so it could have just said like do 30 quests like but that's it, it kills the the interest for me because it's like well i'll just do quests if i want to do quests i want to follow the storyline because i want to progress through what is the game, you know? And I just wasn't, maybe it could have been like, go to discover a new space station or something. Cause that's basically all you have to do is go to a space station and talk to a bunch of, um, because aliens. there are like 30 on the space station that you just talk to. And I, oh, that's the question. I, just think I, I couldn't figure out if it meant talk to 30 different species or just 30 different ones, which like, I was like, if it's 30, if it's 30 different ones, that's just too easy and pointless. Like, that's just me running around pressing X on a bunch of characters. It doesn't teach me anything interesting about the universe or the game. Yeah, but you have to... You talk to them and you learn the language. You give them a bit of geknip and then they, they're happy. I was already talking to all the aliens because I sort of gave up on the quest much earlier. I was like, I just want to explore. And every alien I saw, I wanted to talk to and see if I could learn more of their words or they would give me different... 
like almost little personal quests to do. Like, oh, there's a monolith over there. There's an artifact over here. So I was already talking to them. So I didn't really, I didn't really see that as much of a problem because I was already doing that. But the rest of the quests, I was kind of like, ah, uh, it's like I'm, I'm not, I don't really want to follow it right now. I just want to go down to this planet, see what's on there. I kept getting stuck everywhere, so that threw a spanner in running the works out of as well. launch fuel. Yes. Yeah, so bad. Some of the some of the fuel, like most of it's fine. Like the the life support, like you get a good amount out of your basic fuel. Um, same with the thermal support, but then some of the some of the things like the the jump fuel for like pressing L one R one, like ran out. I had to like stop every time I was traveling and kill a bunch of asteroids to refill it. And the odds of getting it seemed kind of low because it was like I was getting gold and silver. And I was like, no, I don't want that. I want tritium. And um, jump fuel was probably like, sorry, launch fuel was probably the worst. So I ended up just making like 16 of them at once. But it still was like not enough. I feel like just going and buying tritium from the space station, like you can buy like a thousand for 10,000 units. And then you're like, okay, cool. Don't need to worry about that for a while. Uh, and I agree with the launch wheel thing until I found a planet with uranium deposits. And now I never have to worry about launch fuel ever again because it takes like one uranium to fill the whole thing. It's insane and beautiful and I love it. Uranium, that is. I'm just swimming in a pool. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Unless you want to be a superhero or villain. Your choice. You don't. I'm currently playing as a Gek, so you, I don't know. What if they're not? What if radiation is nothing to them? Could be. That's my. That's my character. <laughs> that's what I'm going with. Well, UV radiation is good for us. Maybe gamma's good for them. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I can I kind of agree with yeah, Adrian, that it does kind of get a bit grindier because I got a bit further when it's asking me to make actually let me see it is asking me to make a mind arc and to do that i actually need to hire someone and get them on my base which is like cool in principle but then i have to make my base and i'm not just gonna make a base and chuck a computer in it for a guy to hire kind of thing i if i'm gonna make a base i want to put it on like the coolest planet you know yeah um and so like i and i think it's kind of the same with the quests and then all the aliens and all the planets is that I really appreciate the way that it does things, but I feel like it falls flat. For I, And I think the best example is creature generation is kind of a good metaphor for kind of like the rest of the game where there is every now and then you'll find a creature that is so like, what the hell is this? Like there you will find a creature that is, Taller than the goddamn atmosphere. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, and then other times you find, like, little phallic bouncy boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I found some, like, legit just bouncing giant penises. <laughs> I I legit... The only planet where I found my six out of six species, uh, I've got uh, Globathon, uh, Vacuous Slug, Ant-Headed Poopy, because you named them, uh, Sneaky Sky Guy, and Absolute Unit is the last one. <laughs> Because this is just bizarre. But I feel like for the most of the time, you're like, ah, it's, okay, that's a deer with the dog's head. 
like oh that's it's like it looks kind of weird and sure it looks like alien per se but it's i feel like you can tell that it's doing a bit of a we'll put this creature's legs on this creature's torso with this creature's head make it roll dice size um and i feel that that's the same with the aliens, like, there's so many times I'm at a space station and there are two standing next to each other that look exactly the same. I'm sure that's racist, but they look exactly the same. But then you'll find, like, one, like, you'll be on this Viking space station and you're like, okay, yep, normal, 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 cool, cool, cool. And then there'll be one guy who's got a beak for a mouth and you're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> oh! His face opens up and you're like, oh, God. Uh, so the overall experience is like, yeah, it's like, uh, okay, it's cool. And then you have these spikes of, oh, cool. Yeah, it was definitely awesome, like, seeing new stuff and and finding creatures. I, I guess you're saying, like, the you can very easily see the procedural generation of the creatures. Mm. Um, and... There's something similar with the planets, I feel like. It was cool. Like, I love the idea of exploring a new planet and looking up into the sky and seeing a ringed planet being like, I'm going there next was awesome. But then you get there and you're like, this is pretty barren and and boring. There's not much around. Yeah, they should make it so that all ringed planets are paradise planets because it's too cool to squander. Yeah. But Um, most ringed planets surely in reality... Uh, unformed or like are not properly formed yet that's why they have the rings oh mr science man <laughs> i could be completely science wrong about science that. fiction game but we have it around like gas planets <laughs> yeah yeah that's which means true. we shouldn't even be able to get down to them yeah that's a good point there's no gas giants and yeah, there's no all... planet you can't get to. And can you? You can't fly to the like star of a solar system, can no, you? No, I'm pretty sure that the star is part of like the skybox. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can't get to it. Um, and I think that was like one of the original things that they said is if you knew where the next, um, <laughs> the next kind of solar system was, you could fly there eventually. But I feel like that's a dirty rotten lie. Um, or so that can't, could be something I'm forgetting. You can't just fly in one direction and and reach another st- like galaxy instead of warping. Yeah. Um. Okay. But I found some cool planets. I've got three of them. Would you like to hear them? Yes, please. So, first one that I found is I called Infector. It was an awesome infected moon. And I touched down to this moon. And there's these weird atom-looking things in the sky like they look like giant atoms like someone's just taken a molecule and blown it up and then again there was only three different kinds of rocks on this planet and that's it there's no flora or fauna just these three rocks of differing kind of molecule shapes like someone's done a chemistry course and it's very cool i was very scared that the molecules were obviously the infection And I was scared that they would, like, kill me. They didn't. They were cool. The next one was a monolith planet, which I don't think I can do verbal justice, 
but it was just like a planet with all these floating monoliths that had been broken apart that looked like ancient technology. It was very cool. Uh, but the last one, which I can describe very easily, probably in the first two words, Sin City Planet. It was a planet when, as soon as you enter the atmosphere, everything that isn't red goes black and white. Oh, really? okay. I yep. can see some pictures of that. Yeah, it's just black and white and red, and it was too. It was too awesome. Um, too awesome. And the funny thing is, is that the space station had clearly caught the atmosphere of that planet because the space station would do it as well. Also, it was in like in the same zone of coloration. Yeah, it was. It was just cool. Is all I can really say like it didn't change anything it was just so cool uh but yes those are my three really cool planets and i just feel like that they could have made more of those like it's i feel like especially the sin city planet when you think about it all that they did is chuck a filter on it and it would have been really cool to have that um just like on other planets like oh you enter the atmosphere and now everything is just green. Not black and white and green, just green. Um, I had that happen or... in space. In I, entered a, in, I entered a system and it felt like most of the time you were just in like one of those cascades. Oh. Where it's just like really green light was the kind of the whole sort of light filter in the, in the system. Maybe it was a green sun yeah, that was green doing sun. it. Yeah, but... I feel like it wouldn't be too hard either to imagine if... And I know that there is science to the science fiction, like we've just said, but imagine if there were just some planets that shouldn't exist in real life. For example, a cube planet. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Were there any... Did anyone find any, like, binary stars or real no. twin planets where they're... It, what should be a moon is equally the same size. No, I didn't find anything like that. I would like to note that the like one thing that I was like, oh yeah, this is. I guess this is not super science based. Is like the planets are far away, but they're so large in the skyline of like if you're on a planet, you can look up and see a massive planet. But it's like you don't see that on Earth. You don't see like Saturn as big as your <laughs> hand in the sky. Um, so I was like, oh, that's kind of unreal. No, I don't. Is that not normal? <laughs> Sorry, maybe I just have some bad eyesight. But So you would prefer almost when you're on a planet, everything is just stars. No, no, no. Like it's It looks much nicer. Like some of the artistic choices I've made for this game are really good. I, I think I would best put it for myself. It's like everything that's far away looks really good. Like if you're looking up into the sky or you're in space looking far away, everything looks beautiful. Everything up close is a little more questionable. Like looking at a plant, I'm just like, that's a plant. That's a kind of weird looking plant, but it's a plant. Um, so I do like the artist. Like obviously they took that direction because they want you to look up and be like, I want to go to that planet. Um, but it just makes me realize it's more science fiction based than actual science based, given that you use a lot of science to use this this particle to fuel this and this atom to fuel this. Which I really like the system of, to be honest. Like, I like the idea of 
Oh, you use oxygen to fill your oxygen machine. And you use carbon to fill this thing. And you like finding elements and then using them to fuel things that require that element. I like that little mechanic. I like how um, you just kind of learn, okay, carbon is a fuel. So then you find... Um... You know, anything that says carbon at the end and you're like, yep, I can put this into my mining laser or my generator or anything. Uh, I found a game break. Yeah. this is Here's another story. I found a game break where I was in my freighter. Did you guys get a freighter? No. No. <laughs> I so entered what... one on accident. Actually, I was trying to run away, run away from pirates. Were the pirates attacking the freighter? No, they were attacking me, and I oh, okay. flew to the freighter, went inside, talked to the captain. He's like, yeah, buy my thing for like a million units. I was like, <laughs> no, right, I'm leaving, goodbye. And then I think I broke a light and then left or something. <laughs> um, get the hell off. Because if you jump into a uh, system and there is a freighter being attacked by pirates, you can kill the pirates and get the freighter for free. Oh, okay. What? Yep. Well, that's very cool, but... Uh, I found dogfighting to be absolute trash in this game. See, I... here's where you're wrong, because you didn't use your rocket. You no, I did. I tried. Trying to target anything was so difficult. And, like, the turning was was hard, and it was hard to follow someone. Like, I, I don't know if it was because I was on a controller. It just didn't feel smooth and natural. Um, And I didn't like that you can't run away. Like, I was like, okay... I can't deal with these people. I just want to run away. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump out of here. Nope, can't jump. There's people nearby. I was like, that's annoying. I want to. I, I, you can I'll, just fly in the yeah. So that's what away I had to do was them. just flying in one direction until they were gone, which is less interesting to do. It is a bit um, boring, but it's. I I wouldn't say I don't think I used to think that dogfighting is crap, but I after playing it for a bit. Like I didn't even update. I I do have a combat ship, but not even with my combat ship, I find it's a lot easier once you kind of learn, um, like how to deal with them. Like if they're flying at a vector, uh, you know, at a parallel, you use your laser beam. But if they're flying at you, you use your rocket ship, and that'll generate uh, rocket ship. Hmm. <laughs> use your yes, rocket launcher. The ship use your rocket ship to fire the rockets. Yes, uh, and generally that will just one one hit and they're down from a rocket, I found. Okay, well, I wasn't able to, like, lock on or... Like, maybe if the quest had changed from talk to 30 things to kill 10 pirates, I would have learned how to actually dogfight. <laughs> I feel like the game, though, they are so set on the exploration side of it that... They like they don't really want to they don't want to tell you about combat because I ended up with a with through like trading with Vakeen, he gave me like a really good um scanner and like mining laser. It was a mining laser, it had a terrain manipulator already built into it, and it was a bolt caster. Like it was really good. Uh but I had no ammo. Game wasn't interested in telling me how to get or make ammo. And also, there's nothing to shoot on the planets. You just shoot so, the animals. You shoot the animals. It was like, I want to shoot the animals. 
and shoot the like, sentinels. If there are space pirates or sentinels, I don't. I found I sort of see the sentinels as being like space police. It's like I don't yeah, want to exactly. fight them. Fuck the police. <laughs> it's like if there are sp- space pirates, why can't when you talk to someone at a training post about give me directions? He's like, oh, there's a space pirate base over there, and they're like made of like ragtag bunches of like vikings and gecks like together. And then you got to fight Ridley and the Mother Brain. <laughs> you know what I mean? There is this combat there. I never got to experience any of it. No dog fighting, nothing in space. But I knew it existed, and yet the game didn't want it to be a thing. You know what's one thing I remember from before Next and now is that some predatory animals would attack you, and that's what you'd have to kill them um, because they would try to eat you. But I've never, I think once I had someone hit me, and I'm pretty sure it was just hit and run. I'm pretty sure an animal had hit me and then bolted. The combat was so irrelevant in this game that I sold my bolt caster and my like rockets from my ship because I was like, I don't really even want to fight. Like, I find it difficult and it's not really that relevant. So I sold it for cash and bought some, bought some other stuff. And then you wondered why it was hard. No, no, it was hard before. <laughs> and then when I decided it's too hard, I don't want to do it, I just sold it because I wasn't going to be using it. I don't think that the dog fighting is the inherently bad part. I think flying is. I even bought a ship that was like an explorer class and it had high mobility, but it was still like, I want to turn in a dog fight, but I've got to, you know, make this huge U-turn that, you know, could effectively be the size of a space station. Whereas I feel like when one of the alien pirates want to turn around, they will just snap and turn around. That's what I feel like. I feel like their handling on their ship is as what a spaceship would be. If they put the right rockets on, they will immediately turn around. Whereas I feel like for the player... You You only have rear thrusters. You have no side thrusters. Yeah, exactly. You Uh, can't... The thing that annoyed me, because you, you, I was following you around in when you were streaming on Thursday, and you like aggravated a bunch of eggs, and the the weird creatures that attack came out, and I was like, oh, I'll just stay in my ship and shoot them, and there's no way to just hover in place. You have to keep coming back on a pass, and it was very difficult to do that. I'm like, this is yeah, you can't very helicopter. Clunky. It's so weird. You should be able to. You feel, I feel like, yeah, an uh, advanced spacecraft should be able to hover in the atmosphere. No. So you're very, definitely right. I feel like it's a flying is the problem. Yeah, like it, the dogfighting wasn't hard because of the shooting. It was hard because it was hard to maneuver to, to shoot the actual thing. And then flying. <laughs> well, I was just flying in space and then suddenly the space anomaly where you get the kind of main quest from popped into existence where I was and I got stuck in it like in the wall of it in between the texture and the invisible wall <laughs> has anyone got a tip for let me paint you a little situation of what happened to me uh, so I'm down on a planet it's an amazing planet uh, it's, it was the first fully livable one that I found there was no radiation, no toxicity, no extreme conditions at all it was super beautiful. It was the one, you, Matt, you helped me find. You're um, I was playing with by myself afterwards, and 
I had run out of um, carbon, and so my mining laser couldn't be recharged. I had no dihydrogen, so I couldn't get my rocket thrusters going. I like I could not do anything. Oh, you you punch the tree. You punch the tree. And it gives you carbon. Then you put it in your laser and you shoot the tree. What do you mean you can punch it? You can punch a tree. You can punch a tree. So there's a melee. There's a melee in this game. (laughs) And that's used if you you were in the situation that I was in. Yes. I had no idea. And I was just sitting there going, well, I think I kind of confused the game. Because I... Use the terrain manipulator beneath a tree, and <laughs> tried to break it, and the tree disappeared. Like the tree yep. broke. Yeah, that's a bit weird. I feel like if I feel like you should be rewarded for that though, instead of just oh, it's gone. Um, I feel like it should immediately be like, well, you might. He did it. He beat us, and he mined the whole tree, and you get all the carbon. And the reason I believe that is because, for starters, it takes a while to get terrain manipulator, so I feel like it's a kind of reward in that aspect. But also, um, I have used the terrain manipulator to get to, like, some subterranean relics, but then the terrain manipulator, as I've gotten through to the cave that it's in, hits the floor of underneath the relic, and the relic gets deleted. And it's like, what are you talking about ah um i didn't actually say my game break (laughs) yeah sorry go on so do you want free ships because you can have more than one ship okay um and if you want more than one ship uh i don't know how much i recommend this because you can't sell ships so you just end up getting a lot but the way you get a lot is by um going to your freighter Waiting for someone, some fool, to walk into your freighter. They land. You go up to their ship. You ask to buy their ship. You can either just... You don't buy it outright. You exchange it for your ship. You walk back to your old ship. And you just take it back. You can... It's you like... Fun. You just get in it. It says abandoned ship. You get into the quote-unquote abandoned ship, and it goes, oh, look, now you've got another ship. Now you've got two. And you're like, what? What is this game break? So I did it. Now I have five ships. You're like a dodgy car, car salesman. Yeah. Well, because it's... I feel like it's on them, because I've said I will trade you, I'll give you $2 and this ship for your better ship. And they go, all right. And then I go back to the old ship, see that they're not in it yet, and I give it. It's not on them. <laughs> well, they don't. It's the game's fault because they don't physically. <laughs> they don't class it differently. Yeah, it's the game. Yeah. It's the game's fault. It's not the aliens' fault though. You were just being a terrible, <laughs> terrible human being. They'd be like, "Hey, can I? You know, I'll give you my piece of cake for your burger," and they go, "Sure." And then they go, "Hang on, I need to get a drink," and you eat the cake as well. <laughs> I figured they didn't want it. Oh, but you you left. You didn't. You didn't want it. I think this is a sign of the game, though, because it's like I've heard a lot of like game breaks and glitches 
so the game seems kind of buggy, but not in the sense where it's like, oh, it's going to crash. In the sense of like, they've overlooked a scenario and so you can exploit it. I heard that Sentinels used to follow people into space and then they just would not leave you alone. No, uh, that, that's, not a, that's not a glitch. That's a feature. No, apparently it was so bad. Like, you should be able to outrun them, but apparently they would, like, follow... Like, if you launched off into space, they would follow you to the next planet and then, like, they were bugged onto you for, like, eternity. I don't know if that's true. It's what I heard from someone else who plays. That's the um, way the police normally work. <laughs> they keep looking for you. Yeah, it's... um, If you go into space while they're looking for you, they send in their space force... No, but apparently, then, like the sentinel would stay on you and what, just keep one alive. little sentinel would follow that you. Little sentinel space. baby, yeah, like uh, he was that's... dedicated. He wanted. He's like, I want to be a big sentinel. I got to, got to make the big job. <laughs> he's that... like, I got to take down this guy. That's called a friend, Adrian. He's made a what? friend. <laughs> oh, okay. I played a little bit before the update, and things used to get way out of hand with sentinels. I had like a sentinel dog appear. Oh, yeah. That one that then started like eating my ship, eating Whoa. the ship. What? Yeah, I didn't. I I've fought a sentinel dog, and I fought uh, what is essentially a sentinel ATST. Oh, uh, a big boy who was way too OP and destroyed my ship. Um, I, I wonder what other sentinels there are because I could only fight. I couldn't even fight that. But I swear, after the next update, uh, they didn't get as angry as quickly. Oh, it was so funny. I was watching Adrian's stream, and I just hear, Oh, look, a thing. He uses his mining laser on it, and then gets <laughs> Is that what happened? Is this when I saw the Sentinel? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think I was like, I get, you know, just learning and experimenting, and it was like, oh, what's this? Zap. Can I mine? Like, no, because I think it came up with, like, you know how, like, when you hover over something, it tells you what's in it? It came up with something, and I was like, oh, I, I think I want that. And then I shot it, and then I looked at what it was, and it was a sentinel. Oh, my God. If you get level five wanted in space, a sentinel starship carrier appears. Sounds amazing. I wonder how hard that is to do. You need to be, like, maxed out. So, yeah, it ends with just... So you start off with the flying drone, uh, and then armored drones, which are introduced in Next, apparently. Um, oh, snap, something went wrong with this webpage. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, you get the dogs, and then after the dog is a big bipedal walker. It's very cool. But Freda... The freighter is cool as well because I got into a fight with a pirate and then it went um, because my freighter had like an attack vessel, like a combat vessel, and it went, we're deploying the combat vessel to help. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Do you guys have any problems with the UI? Because I was not a big fan of it, the way it operates. I feel like it wants to say too many things at once and like... But then it talks, like, in your bottom right-hand corner, it will tell you something. But that's not always the most crucial thing. Yeah, I've noticed that as well. But besides from that, I don't have any gripes with the UI. Specifically, I'm referring to, like, in your inventory and, and, like, all the little tabs to build stuff. The little, like, sections you have to do it in. I don't know, I found it just 
a little tedious and yeah, I don't particularly like the inventory system. I, yeah, uh, the inventory system is just not great. Not I. I not... don't like the inventory system per se, but I don't have a gripe with what you're saying. Like you're saying because you've got like your exosuit, then your multi-tool, then your starship. Um, That's fine. And then and then in it, you've got like your exosuit, your exosuit upgrade spot, and your exosuit um, cargo hold, which is a cool little thing. I like it. I well, put all my. I found it frustrating that I like you can organize all your contents, but like I wanted to move like the um, life support system and that kind of stuff around, but that was locked in place. Um, and it, having to like build stuff was kind of weird. Like I'd run out of space, but I had all the parts to build something. But you that, couldn't. But I like, and it would have consumed both and made two spots, but I had to remove something else to make a spot to build something that then made two more spots anyway. Um, it was just like, I don't know. It feels like it's not completely thought out. There's a lot of things in this game like feel like, oh, this is cool. And they've it's cool that they want to do this, but they haven't thought it completely through or like they haven't pl- played it and gone, is this good? I think it's just too hard for you. I think they went... How much inventory space? This much. We'll keep it at this much inventory space. Because uh, that's difficulty as well. It's like my... Because this, this whole thing is a longer space-themed, slightly more boring and slightly grindier Minecraft. And but- it's got... they They've gone. They've thought, we want this much inventory space like to start off with this much. I have no complaints with the amount of inventory space, but some of the it's some of the like unique scenarios that don't just like they had to have thought of, but haven't thought of prop. I don't know. It's like they don't. It's almost like they just haven't played their own game, and it's like <laughs> it's just unique scenarios like that where they haven't thought of a better solution, and it's like come on, like I don't, I shouldn't have to. If it's going to make spaces at the end, it sh- I shouldn't have to remove something that yeah. I need. Especially because you have so limited space. You need all the things. You need all that extra space. You need to keep all your parts, your carbon and your stuff. But I had to delete some because I needed to make room so that I could build my metal plating so that I could then build my launch fuel or whatever. See, I don't think that I agree on this because I think that is something that they have thought of. I reckon... I think it's the same thing as like, Dark Souls, you can't pause Dark Souls. Whereas I think you should be able to. But they've gone, they've thought it is a feature in every single other good game in the good game world, and they've decided not to do that because they want to make it harder. And it's the exact same thing for No Man's Sky. They could have a crafting table kind of thing. Like, you know how you have that little crafting zone in Minecraft? Mm-hmm. where So if you did have too much... Uh, if you were completely full of Minecraft, you could still craft something because you'd put it in the little two-by-two square. Um, whereas I've, I'm sure that they've thought of it and they went, no, that's part of what makes the game, that particular crafting and survival element of the game more difficult is that you've got to think about that. It's not difficult, though, doesn't Because it's well, crafting. It's crafting doesn't need to be difficult. It's just an ease-of-use yeah. thing that if you're yeah. going to put two things together anyway, then... You should have a spot. It's like they haven't 
coded it like the like they maybe thought of it but the game is just going uh like no freeze like it can't do the math to say well if i'm going to use 20 oxygen and 30 ferrite um leaving an empty spot this is okay it's like it doesn't know to do that yeah that, that's what i'm trying to say like it's just like a it feels it feels more like an oversight ri- rather than the dark souls design of the yeah, port. Yeah, it's an, it's it seems like an oversight and it's not there's a lot with that broken, but it is a it's it could be something that they could surely put in that oh, if you're going to use all of one resource and there will be a slot then the game now knows yes, we can build this. Well, I personally I don't think it what I'm saying is I don't think it's an oversight. I think that that's done on purpose. But if we will, um, if we ever interview them, and it is an oversight, then I'll write on a piece of paper that it is an oversight, and then I'll eat that piece of paper and <laughs> eat my words. Um, um, the other thing with the inventory is, it's cool to start with to be like you have to build, you have to find the part, find the sorry, find the atoms or the, the particles, then build the metal plating, and then build the the thing you know the launch fuel that's cool but after a while especially when you have to do it every time you land on a planet because you run out of launch fuel so quickly the process of like building the component and then building the thing and then building the thing you need is so tedious like again tedious and and boring they should again they should implement a system of like if you have all the components of the components you need to make the, the thing. So if you have all the ferrite dust, but you just haven't built a metal plate. It should automatically go... Yeah, it should. Like, if you go into your ship and it tries to take off, it should register... Okay, he's got this... He Does he have a metal plating? No. Does he have ferrite, ferrite dust? Yes. Does he yes. have enough? Yes. I don't even mind if I have to build the, the component. Like, for example, in launch fuel, if I got in, there's no launch fuel. I don't mind building launch fuel and then putting it in. That's fun. That's part of the, the, the game but then going like oh, well i gotta like i have all the components why do i have to build the metal plate then build the launch fuel if it was just like if launch fuel just went like broke down like you don't like metal plate zero out of one but then below it it said ferrite you know 50 out of 50 then build. it's like it should just automatically build the plate yeah. and then build the launch fuel and smooth out that process or even like, if it was a technology upgrade for your ship to be yeah. like you get an you get an auto loader. Yeah. It's like this will check your inventory so and automatically take the necessary parts for your fuel. And you can turn it on and off because sometimes it might go like go to take your fuel and you go, No, I need to put that in my um refinery in a sec. Don't do that. So it should just be like a like I've I've worked hard to get this piece for ease of use. And now I'd like to switch it on. So when I jump in my ship now, or a more advanced ship just does it for you. But it feels like no matter how long you play this game for, that little tedious bit of having to go, okay, I got to go there, build a plate, build the jelly, put them together, put that in. If that doesn't get any simpler as the game goes on, then then it's right. kind of like, no, I'm telling you, boys, uranium. Uranium. <laughs> it like seriously, you get. I've got five hundred uranium. I'm not worrying about fuel for ages. That's great, but that like this goes to like every part of the game, not just fuel launch fuel. Like having to build the components of components is tedious. 
they should just be like and again this is something i i've seen in guild wars where it's like if i'm crafting a weapon it's like here's all your things you need for the weapon and then you can click on it's like you got zero out of one for the thing you can click on that and then it shows how much you need for that and you can just build it upwards very easily um and i it's just that would make the game less there's a lot of micromanagement in this game and i feel like it's too much for me to enjoy unfortunately i yeah i feel like there there should be spots like i feel like once you get like a freighter and you have a frigate uh that it's like ah oh, you know you shouldn't be micromanaging as much anymore like delegate yeah i and that's i think like I said, I think that it's probably a choice that they've made, but it could be a design oversight. And if it is, then what they should also do is, once you have a freighter with little mining things, you send them on quests and they get stuff, which I don't find particularly useful. And so what would be good is if you were just like constantly going, all right, you can mine, like, you get me sodium, you get me carbon, you get me fuel, so that you... Now that you're at that level, like you can, you don't need to worry about the smaller things. You don't need to worry about, oh crap, I'm running low on sodium. I need to go find a plant. Which, yeah. Which is like the very first thing you do. Like, because it's kind of like, again, it's like Minecraft where I find you don't do the stuff you do at the beginning in Minecraft, you do it more advanced. Yeah, you get a better axe that cuts faster. Yeah, exactly. But in this, you've still got the same axe and it cuts the same. And and it could be a design choice, uh, in which case I would say this might be too time-consuming for a busy gamer. Because it is... just grind it's a good grind i like the grind if you're into exploration and checking out new worlds this is great for that if you're looking for i guess something like minecraft where you're looking like for a survival game with some some more to it this game is this game is minecraft but instead of focusing on like action and fighting it focuses on exploration and if you're if you're into seeing new worlds there are some beautiful like visuals and worlds to see here well, even the like most boring world I find is still like beautiful in a way. Like even if you go onto a barren wasteland of a planet, you're still like science is beautiful. I'm on, I'm on the moon. So is your wrap up after this, Matt? That it is or is not for a busy gamer? Um, I, I just feel like if this is how you want to spend your time, because because I do feel like it's got this quest line. And it's going to have a punchline at the end. Like, it's going to have a, and this is this is the story. Um, I feel like if that's what you're playing it for, I don't think this is the game for you. If all you want is that good grind, it's a good grind. I like the, this grind. Um, and if that's what you're looking for, then yes. But if you've got no time to grind, uh, then leave. Don't play this game. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think I think I'll agree. I, it's definitely for it's definitely for a busy gamer. If you're looking for something to kill like some time, um, and you want to slowly progress towards a goal, like let's say you want to get a freighter or build a base or just explore the universe, it's there. Like even if you just want to follow the quest, it's it's fine. 
Um, and I want to bring up the whole, like the the technology behind this game is so cool. And I hope other people work with it and the idea behind it of the the formula that that procedurally generates the world. Um, this game is for a busy gamer, and it's got some great things. But it is by it's not by a triple A AAA studio. It's kind of an indie, isn't it? I think, yeah, it's like an indie studio, but then they've got, I think, because the first thing you see is this is a Sony interactive thing. So I think that because it's got Sony's name on it that they're trying to go, I think that's probably why they fixed it and didn't just abandon it and work on a new project is because Sony was like, hang on, this has our name on it. We're not going to have something that's this bad have our name on it. fair enough. But given this is from... Like the developers are somewhat indie uh, and not AAA. This is a very good game um, that, with, with a f- like again, with a few more tweaks, this game could be even better. I think next the update definitely took it from um, just an average flight simulator, space flight simulator, to a to a good um, a good survival. Well, maybe not survival, but a good exploration in a universe mm. game. Yeah, I feel like you're actually doing something now, whereas before you'd just be meandering from system to system, but now you're doing something in each system, which is good. Michael, where do you sit with this one? This is not a game for a busy gamer, I don't believe. <laughs> oh, uh, why is that? It is a grindy boy. Hmm. It's it's just, yeah, it's too much grind. We've We've addressed grind in the past. I think if you play with another person, it makes the grind more bearable. Uh, it's a game that really wants you to explore, and because it's so amazing to look at, and when it's on song, it's fantastic. I and mean, hey, I would have loved to have found some uranium and never had these problems again, but I didn't, so I was stuck in a grind. And it just... It was, it was wearing me out. It was going like, I want to go over there, I want to see that, but right now, I need to go and get some fuel, because I always seem to not have enough fuel, even though every time I see anything required for fuel, I'm mining that that ferrite dust and that dihydrogen. I'm just on it all the time, and it was just wearing me out. I'm like, there's so much here, there's so much more to see, but the game is not helping me get to it. I'm just stuck in this grind, and I've, I, I couldn't help this feeling of no matter how amazing it looked and all the cool things I was seeing, and I don't know about you guys, but it's a, it's a little bit boring. Mm. There, there are it times be- where you just go like, uh, I'd rather be playing something else. It definitely yeah. could be for me when I was playing by myself because I wasn't completely immersed and enjoying it. It was fun when I was playing it with um, Matt and friends, but uh, that's I enjoyed it the, the most when I played aspect. with you, Matt. Oh. But playing playing by myself after a while, the game was like wearing me out. When I felt like I should have been making progress, and instead I just kept having to do the basics. almost yeah almost redo the progress. Where it would just give me, it gave me the tools to do everything. But then, because you want to explore, you're not really setting up a base. That's why I was really happy when I found 
that livable planet, I thought like here is the perfect place to start a base. Um, but then it's like oh, but I got to so I got to build that sort of base computer again. Uh, no, what? But I was able to keep the blueprint computer, but I couldn't move my base computer from the last base. It wouldn't let me pick it back up. Um, I think that there's. It's like two different games. I feel like when you're by yourself, it's like the marsh, and it's like yeah, a story of just trying to survive, just barely making it through, and you're lonely and you're sad. Uh, but then when you're playing with other people, it's Gmod. <laughs> like it, it, it kind of has, it kind of becomes silly when you're with people, but it feels more serious and boring and lonely when it's just you. Even though there's other aliens and they're like, and they look fun. And they're telling you to do something, but you're just like, mm, okay. And I think the reason, say if we compare it to a Minecraft, in my eyes, Minecraft wins this battle of a survival building mining game because at its at its most basic, you can still do everything. And the reason you craft is to do like a better step but in this, it felt like to do the basics, I needed to be crafting yeah. or collecting material. Like I couldn't do anything simply. That's that's a good. I think that's a good way to end this. Actually, that's like a very good way to end it. As a comparison, is you craft in Minecraft to get better, but you craft in this to exist. Like you've got to, to get do by. that. You've got to do that grind. To just exist. And so, yeah, it's a lot of fun, but at times I just found it a little bit boring. I don't think if you're the busiest person in the world, you want to be playing this. Play with other people. And if you're going to play it, like enjoy it and take your time because it will take a little bit of time. But this, there's been time, no time, too great. <laughs> <laughs> my brain was like ah time that's our name no it's no time to grind thank you for listening like i said you can hit us up on itunes spotify google play Castbox. hit us up is probably not the right word if you review and we read it then you are hitting us up so do that and subscribe and share now i've got a different grind i've got to play pokemon and get myself a shiny eevee that's not the next game. The next game's Alien Colonial Marines. No, my next game is... Okay, then the next thing I'll do is download Aliens Colonial Marines. I should, I should do that right now. Hey, thanks everyone for coming out and listening. We'll see you next episode, two weeks from now. I've been Adrian. I've been Michael. I've been Matthew. And keep watching the skies. See you in the stars. There's, doing... there's, no, there's no men up there. Don't there's, look. There's no point. There's only aliens now. Because we went from no, no Man's Sky with aliens and to Aliens Clean Marines with aliens. See? It's Xenopalooza, baby. We're back. Bye.